And the promise of crypto is you just have like a worldwide uh, single uh, you know, marketplace where you can like send people money or like buy services. And so it's still that today. And uh, the future is to make it more convenient, add more services, make it more accessible. Hey everybody, Tanner here with Wagner Ventures. On today's episode, we have Richard Ma, founder and CEO at Quantstamp. For anyone who's new, this is the Wagner Ventures podcast, where we do snapshots with interesting builders and founders from across Web3. Check out wagnerventures.io to learn more about the syndicate behind the podcast. But for now, let's get into it with Richard at Quantstamp. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm here today with Richard Ma, founder and CEO at Quantstamp. Richard, how's it going today? What's up? Yeah, um, going well. I uh, really appreciate coming on the podcast. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk. I know we've been talking about this for a little bit, so it's going to be a great conversation. Thank you for taking the time. Maybe just to start, it might be helpful for the audience if we could just learn a little bit more about your background and kind of what brought you to Quantstamp, maybe both just kind of your professional journey and then also maybe kind of the adjacent sort of Web3 story or crypto story. How did you get into the space? Yeah, sounds good. So my own background is that I was a Hypixis trader. So I was basically making algorithms that were handling millions of dollars a day in trades and, you know, learn about Ethereum. And in 2016, I put all of my Ether into the DAO, which was one of the first really big projects on Ethereum. And about two or three weeks after that, uh, the DAO was hacked for more than $50 million. And because of this hack, you know, I decided to look a lot more into the security of, you know, projects initially on Ethereum. And that's why I started Quantstamp. So it's, you know, one of the earliest companies in the space that did smart contract security. Perfect. So let's talk about Quantstamp here. Can you maybe give us a sense in, in its totality? You know, what have you built over at Quantstamp? What do you guys do? Yeah. So Quantstamp, when we started, obviously, like, um, there were very few companies. And so we got to meet, you know, almost all the, you know, founders of, you know, the integral protocols that are in Web3 today. And, you know, every year since we started, Quantstamp has gotten bigger because the industry has gotten bigger. So in the beginning, we audited only Solidity smart contracts and basically helped many of the earliest DeFi projects to launch. And then over time, as you know, L2s came out and other layer ones, we also started to do security audits for like many different L1s and L2s. And you know, over time, like there also you know emerged many bridges and other infrastructure projects, like you know, cross-chain communication projects. And so we also broadened our you know security products to cover all the new projects. So it's basically like a constant journey of learning to learn all the new stuff that people are building and helping to, you know, find bugs and secure all these projects. Very cool. Okay. So I definitely want to circle back to some of those folks you've worked with because it's a pretty remarkable set of clients. But maybe just to set the stage here, you know, I, I feel like most people can't be kind of in crypto or in Web3 without recognizing the importance of getting Web3 security right. But I'm, I'm curious from your perspective, having kind of specialized in this, you know, how significant is the challenge of Web3 security? And really, like, what are the stakes if we don't get this right as an industry? Um, Web3 security, it's, I think it's, you know, it's significant because for many users, they're used to being able to dispute charges on their credit card or, you know, 
having, you know, being able to call their bank and like, you know, take back a wire or be able to talk to someone. And for Web3, because, you know, everything's just like online on these like smart contracts, there's, you know, no customer support. You know, there's no one to talk to if you click the wrong link or like send your address, you know, to a scammer. And so it's, it's really like the highest friction part of onboarding for a lot of people joining the space, basically switching to self-custody and all the responsibilities that come with it. And so, you know, what Quantstamp does is we try to make this easier by making sure all the apps that people are interacting with are actually like safe and, you know, they can trust having their money in these apps. Love it. Yeah, it does seem like by kind of making crypto safer, it makes it a little bit easier to to get to that kind of mass adoption, which I'd love to get your take on later, too. But I'm curious, you know, early days for for Quantstamp. This is kind of a recurring question on the show, actually, one of two. But I'm I'm always really curious, like, what were some early challenges with getting Quantstamp off the ground, especially kind of in such sort of nascent time for the industry as a whole? You kind of alluded to that that there, you know, there weren't nearly as many players in the space back when you started as there are now. And I'm just curious, like, what was challenging about that, and how did you and your team go about solving for those challenges? Yeah. So when we started, like this was before, you know, NFTs were invented and before the term DeFi was coined. So there were like very few companies that had like smart contracts to audit. And so actually one of the first things we did was we were talking to like a lot of these really smart founders and we said, you know, maybe I can just like be an angel investor and kind of like help to support them before they, you know, launch their project. And so that's what we did pretty much since the start of the company. It's like when we saw someone that was really smart, that was focused on an interesting mission, you know, initially I would like invest as an angel. And also over time, we set up like a quantum fund to basically fund these like you know, remarkable early founders. And so that was kind of the early challenge was like in the beginning, we had no customers and there were no companies to do security audits for. And yeah. it's surprisingly, this phase, you know, lasted maybe like you know, six to nine months. And then the whole space just like started to grow exponentially. And so those kind of like the way we thought about just like being caring about the whole startup instead of just, you know, when they need a security audit, I think this approach is something we still do today. Very cool. Okay. So maybe the flip side of that question about challenges where, you know, maybe you could frame kind of challenges as like maybe bad surprises. I'm always curious about kind of positive surprises too. It sounds like from your prior comment that the exponential growth of the space might have been a, a an early positive surprise, but I'm, I'm curious what else from your early experience was a good tailwind or kind of a positive surprise that made an impact on sort of the trajectory of what you were building? Yeah. So, you know, when we started Quantstamp, nobody was an experienced security auditor because the smart contracts were so new. And this is not something that was taught in university. And even today, it's not, it's still really not taught in university. So, you know, positive surprise was that when I started the company, I basically just looked for the smartest, nicest, like engineer friends that I had. And try to explain to them like the, how big the problem of securing smart contracts could be. And basically like made a list and just, you know, started to talk to some of 
these like really nice friends. And it turned out that we all, you know, became some of the world's foremost experts in, in security in this space, just, you know, from having, you know, like hundreds and hundreds of repetitions auditing all sorts of different projects. And so like, you know, these friends, they're uh, still at Quantstamp today. They're just extremely knowledgeable now about, you know, every single type of project that's out there. And so that's kind of been really cool to watch. Yeah, super interesting. Okay, so, you know, kind of tying back to something we we mentioned earlier where you guys have worked with so many different folks and so many different projects, gotten to audit so many different contracts. I guess I'm, I'm specifically wanting to drill down a little bit on on maybe some lessons your team has learned about working with sort of some of the more crypto native organizations like Binance or Super Rare or Compound versus maybe those that I think most people would kind of consider less crypto native, but still significant, right? Like Toyota or Visa. You know, yeah. how do those needs differ and, and how does your team think about solving for those needs differently? Yeah. For example, like when we did the, you know, the audit for Visa and for PayPal, the thing that these organizations cared a lot about is really making sure that there's no way it could go wrong. Uh, cause the, the like stakeholders, for example, in Visa or PayPal, they, you know, they, they kind of are really accountable to a, a lot of other folks in the organization. So they tend to plan ahead a lot, you know, like way before like their anticipated launch date, they would be getting like multiple rounds of audits. You know, they would have like a lot of meetings to make sure everything's going on track. But, you know, same with Toyota, like for Toyota, we probably spend maybe like 50 hours just in meetings to plan everything. Uh, and, you know, by contrast, like crypto native organizations, like you know, like a Binance or a Compound, they really care about security, but it's very streamlined. Like, you know, they know exactly like what type of audit they want. Like, they know exactly like when they should reach out and like how to book it and what information to provide. And so it's, it's generally much easier to work with the crypto native organizations, but you know, it's, there's like pros and cons in terms of, you know, being able to have like a good mix of different uh, apps that are all building you know, in Web3. So yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Very cool. Okay. So for you personally, like how are you most excited or what are you most excited about if Quantstamp continues to excel at delivering Web3 security? Like what, what down the road are you most excited about for Quantstamp? Yeah. So every week, you know, Quantstamp helps to save like tens of millions of dollars in hacks. So it's it's been very satisfying to always get these like very nice messages from the folks that we've been helping. For example, today, one of our customers has a, a really big upcoming event actually tomorrow. And so we ended up doing multiple rounds of reviews. We found like somewhere like more than, you know, 10 different bugs. And, you know, we finally got to a place where they, you know, they feel really happy about their launch. So that's always really nice to see just basically being part of this like, you know, new startup creation and being part of all these people that are trying to, you know, launch different products and do something cool. And, you know, that continues. Like every week we audit about like 25 projects. So talking to all these different founders and learning what they're doing and seeing how the industry is evolving from like very grounds up, you know, bottoms up way. It's really cool. Love it. That's super interesting. Okay, I'd love to turn maybe to talk a little bit about the space kind of writ large here. And my first 
curiosity is, you know, from your vantage point that tends to be very focused on security, I, I'm curious, you know, what specific obstacles exist to mass crypto adoption? I think depending on who you ask this to, you get very yeah. different answers. But I'm curious from your perspective, like what is what are the biggest blockers? I think the biggest blockers currently is like a lot of people know about crypto now. And this, you know, I've been through now it's like my third kind of cycle. And I would say by now, you know, most people know about crypto. Probably the biggest challenge now is that there's been a lot of negative media about crypto in the last, I would say, year, especially, you know, with FTX and like other centralized entities that have sort of created a bad impression of crypto. And this, this is still working its way through. And the reason it's an obstacle is because, you know, we see all these like really nice and smart founders building cool stuff and, you know, having a centralized exchange that, you know, committed fraud shouldn't affect the actual like decentralized projects. And so actually, I think that's the biggest, you know, obstacle on the security side. I would say there's already like a pretty mature ecosystem and there's a lot of good security firms, including Quantstamp. And so it's, it used to be a really big problem. I think nowadays, like projects know to get security audits and you know, there's a lot of like uh, good options available. So yeah, so I would say it's, it's really more about the public perception at this point. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So similar kind of related question, but maybe the flip side again, where I'm curious from your perspective, like what are we doing well in crypto here in 2023? Yeah, I think like the thing that we're doing well is we're still able to attract a lot of cool builders. And right? so, you know, like there's new L2s coming up. A lot of the L2s now they're, they're delivering on like promises that many projects made, you know, like two or three years ago. And it's kind of like here. So, you know, people can have like really fast and cheap transactions, you know, on like Arbitrum or Optimism or other L2s like works well out of the box and you know people are like taking advantage of that building like cool apps you know like recently like friend tech for example so i think there's lots of things that are actually going well and this will help us to like build up to the next bull market perfect okay so a couple last questions here for you richard um you know, you built something really remarkable here in Quantstamp, and I'm I'm curious what your most generalizable advice for other founders building in crypto might be after kind of the journey you've been on thus far. Yeah, I think it's a couple of points. Like one, you know, to always like take care of the team. That's something I think worked out really well for Quantstamp is, you know, we've been through multiple bear markets and the number one thing I always prioritized was the team. And so having this really solid core of like folks, it, it just makes everything easier. Like we have so much institutional knowledge in the team. It's something I, I feel like founders say they do, but often you see companies that hire a lot of people and then fire a lot of people. And you know, it's kind of like contributes to the boom bust cycles in crypto. And so I think just trying to like be conservative on that side, it really helps when you're, you know, starting a company. Often it's pos possible to do way more with like less people uh, and it's more organized as well. Love it. Super great advice. Okay. So kind of a, one last recurring question here for the show is if I ask you, or if I say the future of crypto is blank, how would you fill in the blank and why? 
yeah, I think the future of crypto is, you know, it's like just universally accessible financial services. Uh, so that's, it's sort of the reason why I joined in the first place. Cause, you know, when I was a trader, I was trading in all these different markets, like, you know, in the US and Germany and Korea and like the UK and in the regular financial market, everything is like a little, a little sandbox by itself. And the promise of crypto is you just have like a worldwide, a single, you know, marketplace where you can like send people money or like buy services. And so it's still that today. And the future is to make it more convenient, add more services, make it more accessible. Yeah. It's a very doable thing. Totally. Richard, super, super interesting chat. Last question here for you. What is your team working on right now? And what's the best way for people to follow along on the journey? Or maybe even get involved themselves. Yeah. So we actually have a really big product announcement coming up at DevConnect Istanbul, which is on November 14th. So to follow along, you know, you can follow Quantstamp on Twitter and we'll have some exciting announcements there. If you're going to DevConnect, definitely sign up for our events there. And yeah, you know, looking forward to seeing, seeing you there. Perfect. Richard, thank you so much for the time. Super great to get to connect on all this and hear a little bit more about the journey. It's really, really helpful. And I'm excited to follow along myself on all the cool stuff coming out. So have a great rest of your week here and take care. Yeah. Thanks, Tanner. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye.